Hey, what's happening? I'm Miles Kennedy. This is Alive and Loud. Welcome to Alive and Loud, guys. Today, we have a very special guest. It's Mr. Miles Kennedy. Thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure, Brandon. Thanks for having me. It is an absolute honor, sir. So I, I want to get right to it. You just had a brand new album released May 14th, Ides of March, and uh, I got to do a personal write-up on that album. It was phenomenal. Uh, what was the songwriting process like for you on this record? Um. Well, I had plenty of time. <laughs> you yeah. know, normally I'm, I'm trying to juggle a, a tour life and, and all that that brings with with writing, which is, which is hard because I'm not good at compartmentalizing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like usually when I start something, I kind of s- s- have to stay in it to finish it. Yeah. So, so this was good in that sense. Cause I was able to, you know, wake up every day and focus on nothing, but putting all these songs together. So that was, uh, <laughs> that was nice. Yeah. You got to focus a lot of time on, on actually writing things out. I know the album is has got a very it seems like a very personal tone to this record. Uh, what was that like for you? You know, having all this downtime and and being at home, like these songs really feel like they mean a lot to you. I mean, most of the everything actually that you've written has meant a lot to you. But in particular, with your solo career, you know, this one seems very very close to the chest. So tell us about that. Yeah, I mean, I think with this record and the last one, the the year of the tiger record, when it's a solo thing, it's look at your chance to really kind of say what you need to say as a, as a, as a solo artist, you know, there's, you're not, there's no, you know, in a band realm, there's a certain amount of compromise. Mm -hmm. And so when you have the chance to, to make a record on your own, it's uh it's very personal. And I think the difference between this record and the previous one is that the previous one was informed by situations that happened when I was growing up. And this record was informed by the world now in yeah. kind of real time and how that was affecting my family and I and and just just seeing how it was affecting everybody and trying to really just try and make sense of it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's it, the record definitely mean does mean a lot to me. I mean, every record does to a point. Course, but yeah, but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm definitely I definitely was like the first solo record working through some things, trying to make sense of things. And it becomes like you know, a, a, a cheaper way of, of, of dealing with your mental health uh, than yeah, going to a therapist. So it's kind of, it's kind of nice in that sense. Oh yeah. You can put pen to paper and, and just write it all out. Absolutely. So with the, with the actual title track of the Ides of March, that one really, really sticks out to me. Uh, there's, there's a very uh, phenomenal guitar piece around the four minute mark. Um, tell me about what it's like because I know for you, you know, I've seen you uh, on this last Walk the Sky cycle. I saw you about three times, St. Louis, Nashville. Uh, and I can tell when you're playing the guitar, when you're singing, like it, you really let it consume you when you're on stage. So that personal touch on this guitar solo, if you would want to put it that way, on the Ides of March, it's got a very melodic, very uh, comfortable feeling. It, I was listening to it just on the way uh, from Indiana just a little bit ago, and it just it puts you in a really good state of mind. It's such a nice tone to that. Do you always write pieces or, or write lyrics and think of like a guitar part in mind, or do you write a guitar part and think of a lyric in mind? 
Yeah, you know, it's for me, it's all about the melody. So with that mm -hmm. solo that you're referring to, which I appreciate the kind words, um, that was, you know, that was kind of, and it, it, it's funny because that was the demo solo. So when I originally, when I was putting the demos together, I was just going to leave the solo spots blank. And then mm -hmm. before I went to sip to, to, to do the little mix, then send it to the guys, I was yeah. like, ah, I'm just going to throw a solo down real quick. And I ended up getting so attached to pretty much every solo that I did that way on the record that I just would go back and relearn them for the, for the actual album. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I remember being, you, I don't really even think about it. It's just, you're staying in the moment, you're staying present. The chord changes are coming at you and I'm playing what I'm hearing in my head melodically. Um, but I, someone did say something once to me that really stuck with me, which was, which I was flat. I was flattered by it. She yeah, said, yeah. when you play your leads, it sounds like your vocals. You, it's like your sense of melody is kind of, I, I guess the way my brain works, oh, it's just like that. So there's a certain melodic sense that comes through and whether I'm using this or whether I'm using this. Yeah. So that's, that's interesting. Yeah. It's something I've definitely picked up early on, especially all the way back to like Mayfield four days is that you have, you have this way about you that not a lot of artists these days have. And, you know, you've been able to work with Michael Elvis Basquette for many albums with Alter Bridge and your solo career. Uh, what was it like? It, it's gotta be like a really inviting feeling to be able to go somewhere that you're real comfortable with and a producer who is just so in tune with what you want to do. Uh, how, how different was it though with this record? Because it's a little bit more amped up than You're the Tiger. So what was that like in studio for you? It was great. You know, anytime I get to work with, with Elvis is wonderful because he is, he's one of the, he's one of those people in my life kind of in, or in the orbit who's become, he, he's like family at this point. And I, and people say that those are empty words sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it, it, I do feel that way. If something happened to him, I'd be crushed. Yeah. Um, so I think that, um, anytime, first of all, I have complete confidence in him. And that's one, that's something when you're working with a producer, that's really wonderful because then you don't have to stress about anything. You know that, and I know that that guy cares probably more than I do about how the record's going to turn out, which yeah. is, which says a lot. Cause I'm about half crazy when it comes to that stuff, but he's even more so. I mean, he is just, yeah. he lives and breathes to make records. And I actually was, I was talking with somebody recently who'd just done a, who'd done a session with him for mm -hmm. something. And, uh, he said the same thing. He, cause he'd done a few records with him. He goes, you know, the guy is just, no matter what record he's working on, he's, he's in it to win. You know, he's yeah, not, yeah. he never phones it in. He's just, he, he loves it that much. And I think that that's uh, that's one of the reasons why he's still working after all these yeah. years. And, and it reflects on everything that you have been a part of. I, I've always looked at like the back of a CD to see who produces. And I, I, I find myself actually stopping doing that because I just know if Miles is putting a record out or if Alter Bridge is putting a record out, I know who's producing it. Right. <laughs> and so I know the sound we're going to get is going to be that level that you and Mark and everyone is comfortable with. I know that it's going to be something that when you have a solo project that you're extremely comfortable going in there and recording something that's very personal to you, like you said, with this record. Um, and by the way, I, on a side note, I want to say congratulations. Uh, I just saw something that you won a uh, worldwide solo artist with uh, planet rock. Yeah. 
Crazy. I, yeah, I, I think, um, you know, I'm still really blown away by, by that one. I, uh, I don't even know what to say uh, other than thank you to my mother who probably voted thousands of times. <laughs> gotta, you got to shout the mom out. You have to. <laughs> but no, that's, that's fantastic. Congratulations again on that because uh, I, I've seen you multiple times live and uh, every single time it, it, it blows me away. The live vocals uh, versus the recordings. It's just, you know, you go to a concert and you expect things to be different, but with, things that I've seen with you live it's like you're getting something extra when you go to see Miles live you're getting something that is enhanced it's enriching the experience that you've recorded uh, and now you've got it right in front of you even at soundcheck down in Nashville last February I was blown away I was like this guy just has no quit you know and that was right around the time this pandemic was kind of coming full circle I know uh, I actually did the meet and greet with you and the guys and you know instructions were very strict as they should have been with you know no hugs and no handshakes uh because we didn't really know where we were at with this pandemic and i yeah. was like you know i i totally get that i was telling another friend they're like oh that sucks i'm like hey man like you don't want your your favorite band to get sick or anything do you i'm like we don't know what's going on with this crazy stuff so i was like just be happy they're actually still doing the meet and greet man right. and he's like well, yeah that's a good point <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate you saying that because yeah I mean it, it's funny because I'm hardwired I want to make people happy I'm a, I'm a people pleaser so that yeah. it's interesting because the meet and greet thing and it, I'm glad actually you brought this up because something you don't really get to talk about much but like look everybody who knows who's who's kind of tracked especially live I tend to get sick a lot so this was even before the coronavirus like I'm miles is, is miles down again you know for whatever reason and maybe it's just my stress level always getting respiratory infections this that and the other so we we figured out well okay when we do these meet and greets let's just be careful of because you of know course. germs are germs and the boy in the bubble here is going to end up getting it so because you're you're but but then you know people are like oh they they think that you're being whatever and i get it because yeah. it's it's human that human contact is such an important thing right people want yeah. to shake hands they want to hug and i i do too trust me right um so but then you're thinking but if you get sick as a singer and then and you said such nice things about going to a show and expecting a certain level as a vocalist from me well when i'm sick that's not gonna happen yeah, you're not gonna get that so yeah so and and so protect that that fan experience right there yeah exactly yeah because you're thinking about it it's kind of like it's like you're thinking about it from the perspective of it's a you're not going to please everybody because if, if the right. people come to the meet and greet they're going to leave bum because you're not you know right bro, Racing bro, hugging it out yeah, yeah, yeah but then the people who are going to the show and paying to see the show are like they're bummed because well, why isn't he hitting that note right, <laughs> or, right. Is, or why is he telling us to sing the entire song right, because, right. you know so it's yeah it's a it's a it's a funny dynamic oh yeah for sure uh and i remember distinctly in nashville you you had said you were having a kind of a rough day uh that day and that seeing the crowd the way that they were reacting to you guys had meant a lot to you that's something that i feel like is lost on a lot of artists is that you guys really know how to include you're a very inclusive artist uh inviting fans to be a part of a moment that they're never going to be able to replicate again so what what would be like one of your favorite moments uh on stage or with maybe a fan interaction that you've had that you're just like kind of a pinch me moment like damn i really get to do this you know 
That's that's tough because there's so many. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just there's so many moments where you go into it. Look, you wake up and you're you're tired. You've been on the road for four weeks by a certain point. You're you're out of shape. You're you're just you're beat. The road beats you up. And when yeah. let me let me want from Motorhead once told me you know, I was telling him how much I toured and he basically said, you know, you're going to shorten your life. And that was coming from Lemmy, you know? So it's like, so, so somebody who's as, who is as dedicated to, to touring as he was uh, to hear that from him really stuck with me. And, and, and so, yeah, sometimes you just get beat up real good. And all it takes is that moment on stage where a fan is, whether they're, you know, just elated and you can see it you can sense it and they're singing every word and they're and they're rock they're just very animated or if they're crying or if whatever it is those are the moments that make you realize what you're doing is not without a purpose it's you are doing something for hopefully you're helping another person out and therefore you see that and then it comes back to you and it's part of that give and take and that is the beauty of this. That is that is why this is touring is so important. Um, it is such a it's such a it's such a beautiful experience. The fellowship of music and how great that it's coming back finally. Thank goodness, right? I mean, I can't imagine. I'm not a musician. I've never toured for a living. I you you and all your friends that are in other artists. Uh, I'm sure you're going crazy, but you know it's been nice to have this downtime with your friends and your family and be home in your element and write. But I, I, again, congratulations on live music coming back. That's another big one. So I'm happy that, you know, you actually have something big coming up. I seen you've got Rock Am Ring uh, 2022. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of things are starting to come together for next year. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed that it's all oh, going yeah. to happen. Well, uh, as long as everybody does their part, you know. There you go. You got it. <laughs> so who are you really looking forward to playing with at this one? Because I believe the lineup's already been announced. Uh, and the day that you're playing, my God, there's so much, I, I wouldn't be able to pick like it from your perspective, who are you looking forward to playing with the most? Jeez. Oh, that's a good question. I'm trying to remember exactly who, who all is on the bill that day. I think is, is Volbeat on that, on that particular day? I'm fairly certain. I'm going to pull it up. I, I'm fairly certain Volbeat is on that day. Um, it's such a diverse lineup this year. Really diverse. Well, that's German. That's a lot of Europe festivals in general. They're very, very diverse, which is part of what I I love about yeah. the festival season over there. Because you can see bands that you normally wouldn't just wouldn't have the opportunity to, to tour with. Mm. Um, but if all, yeah, I, I think Volbeat is that day, and I do love those guys. They're great. So we toured with them as Alter Bridge. Um, I don't know, probably four years ago, and uh, that was a that was a great tour. I think yeah, it was Ogier. Volbeat well. is headlining your day on uh, June 1st or the 2nd. The 2nd. So you got Volbeat, you've got 100 uh, Gex, Airborne, Billy Talent, oh. Black Veil Brides, Bullet from My Valentine, Bush, Daughtry. Uh, you've got a stacked day, Pretty Reckless. Oh, I love those guys. Yeah. Pretty Reckless just yeah, actually was a great put out a great record. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I'm so excited that you're actually getting ready to go back out on tour uh, next year because I can't imagine what it's been like to, to be at home and just kind of like, I've seen some of the, the funny videos that you posted uh, recently, kind of help helping out with Steel Panther, uh, doing some of the, the day <laughs> oh, countdown right, videos. Right, right. When oh I was my gosh. That, shoveling I horse manure. 
<laughs> I almost had like looked forward to seeing every video every day. I'd wake up and be like, okay, I got to find the video. What is it going to be today? Uh, so have you been, have you been like finding yourself walking around, you know, your property at your house and just like taking in the experience of being home? Has that been something that you've really appreciated being home? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, it's funny because a lot of people are, they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. You've got to be home and it's got to be horrible. But to be totally honest with you, it hasn't, it's actually been necessary for me. This power down, I was getting kind of burned out at the pace I was rolling for the last decade. So, so this has been, it's been great for me in that sense. And, and I've talked with other artists who, who are like, man, I've reconnected with my friends and my family and they feel rejuvenated. So yeah, you get up and you walk around and you have routines that you follow, which are which are like, imagine that waking up in the same bed every day yeah. and you can, uh, you're not in a bunk. You're not in a bunk and you actually get a little bit of sleep. Wow. That's a novel concept. Right. Sleep? Yeah. What's that? Speaking from somebody who tours constantly. Right. Right. So yeah, it's, and my wife and I, we take these, this daily walk. We'll walk like four miles every day and just the little things. It's great. Yeah. It's, it's been great. And by the way, congratulations again. Uh, you just celebrated 18 years with Selena. Is that correct? Yeah. Isn't that, it's, 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 it's amazing. It's amazing that it's 18 years already. And it, it kind of, it's that cliche of time flies when you're having fun. Oh, but no, it I has, yeah. And, and it's been, look, I, I have no, Brandon, I, I have no idea like how the heck I got so lucky with that one. Cause people are always talking about how hard marriage is and it's so oh, much it work. Is. Yeah. And, but I, I hate to say it like for whatever reason, I don't know if it's just cause we basically are the same person. <laughs> it's funny when we first started dating, a friend of hers said, you know, you guys are basically the same human being. <laughs> so, so it's just been pretty, it's been pretty easy. I mean, we, you know, you have a few ups and downs where we're arguing about which Every Netflix night. Netflix series we're going to watch that night. Cause she's funny. She likes, she likes like scary movies. She mm -hmm. loves scary movies. And I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm like documentaries. Oh, I like, I, I love watching my YouTube stations and, 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 and so I'm kind of a nerd that way. But I mean, same, like, look at this thing. Well, it's fantastic. And I have to commend you on, on your, on all of your, your accoutrements in there. I think Thank that's, you. that's, that's, I just added uh, Mr. Tom Hanks from big here. That's awesome. Great movie. Is, but no, uh, you know, me and my wife actually just celebrated eight years uh, a couple months ago. And awesome. uh, we're welcoming in our second child any day now. So we're, you know, I get that. You know, it's, it's, it's in what you do and what I do, it's very difficult to find that one person who supports you. And that support is so critical in what we do. Um, so, you know, 18 years of being able to have somebody a rock to stand on like that. It's just phenomenal, man. And I, I'm so happy for the both of you. Thank you. No, I appreciate so it. I'm happy, happy for you. you, well, you thank you, you man. Thank you and very you, much. And you know, and what's great is you, you know, it. a lot of people don't, they take it for granted, you Absolutely. know, man, like I know so many folks who never met that other person and, and, you know, I, so I'm, I'm really grateful that I get to go through life with, with partner. It's rad. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that's exactly what it is. You know, we wouldn't, we really wouldn't be able to do it without this support. Oh yeah. And, uh, oh. you know, I was telling her, I was like, you know, I was so beside myself whenever I spoke with Kevin, I was like, You're, you, we're going to talk to Miles. And she's like, I know that that's a big deal for you because, you know, as a songwriter, 
that I really look up to. You, you've written so many songs um, by yourself and with Mark that have spoken with me and uh, really helped me along in life that it, it is therapy. Like, and I get what you're coming from whenever you say that experience on stage is therapeutic because, you know, whenever I first heard Blackbird, every time I see it, I cry. Whenever I'm at your show and Blackbird comes on, I don't care if you guys are listening and you're watching right now and you're like, this dude is like, just kind of fanboy and no, no, if music doesn't change you in a way that you physically are moved, something is wrong with you. Because <laughs> I, I watched you from the balcony in St. Louis play Blackbird, lost my fucking mind. I was crying. Saw you in Nashville, Blackbird. I lost my mind. It, and it's something that is so relevant, you know, with music being gone for so long, live music, I think people really found out that you're, you're missing out on something pivotal in your life, that this huge hole has just been empty for over a year and a half. And now that live shows are back, it's like Christmas morning, every day you wake up, there's a new tour announcement. Right. And it's just like, I'm like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta shoot this show. I gotta take pictures of this show. It's like, pace yourself. Right. So that's awesome, man. To uh to say that live shows are back, who would would be an artist that you'd love to go just be a spectator at right now? Oh man, um, I was actually just thinking about this 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 morning. Um, I mean, there's a there's a bunch. I mean, I'm I'm a, still kind of a, a fan boy. Uh, I love the new Blackberry Smoke record. It's just oh, it smokes. Oh man. Yeah. It smokes. <laughs> no pun intended, but yeah. it, it really does. I mean, does. it's, it's exceptional. And, and I had the, the, the opportunity to tour with those guys uh, a little bit with, with Slash and the guys down in South America a few years mm -hmm. ago. And they're just wonderful people. And yeah. it's funny. I discovered that band on the tour bus years ago, Brian Marshall, Alter Bridge and I, we were sitting in the, in the bus one afternoon, everybody was doing whatever. And we were just watching, one of those live like concert streaming state. It might've been access or, or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and it was them at some festival. We're like, who's this band? This was quite a while ago. We're like, yeah. who is this band? This is amazing. Mm -hmm. And so that was my first, you know, exposure to, to Charlie and the gang. Oh, what, so, a, what a time. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. That's, that's one I would, I would love to see uh, again. Um, there's a, there's a really talented young, uh, guitar player and I don't know a ton about him. I started following him on Instagram, but, uh, I think I came real late to the party, but Billy strings is, Oh the, yeah. It is ferocious. I mean, like Th that I, man's fingers are possessed. Like it's insane. Yeah. It's not, it's just not fair. No, and, it's not. It's not fair. It's, it's so good. Even my guitar teacher, yeah. uh, my guitar teacher, who's you know, he's seen everybody and he was talking to a friend of mine recently and, and they went some a little while ago, like a few years ago. And he yeah. said that was the best live guitar player he'd ever seen. And I was like coming from my teacher, Joe. And at yeah. the time, he, you know, it was like Billy couldn't have been, you know. Oh, he was young. He was young. So, yeah, he's he's a he's a force of nature. Yeah, he's a guitar prodigy. I don't know. He just came out of left field and I yeah. discovered him on social media as well. And I was just like what because <laughs> right. I, like, I that's I've what seen you Mark play live and, and that is just unfair and then i saw billy strings in lexington kentucky and i was like from me to this microphone from him and i'm just looking at him like i don't get how that works but i'm impressed 
Yeah, he's he's he you know, he's got that thing, definitely. that X factor. Yeah. It's there. Oh, it's definitely there. Well, that's great, man. I, you you and I have a lot of similar taste in music, and uh, I want to I want to get into uh, a couple fan questions. Sure. Uh, I did a poll on Facebook and Instagram, and I asked people if they had any questions to ask Miles Kennedy, uh, what would they be? So uh, question number one comes from Irina on Instagram, and she asks, Miles, if you wrote a song for your wife, would you write it for only her or for anyone else to hear? Well, I've written songs that she's only she's heard. I actually wrote a song uh, when I proposed to her. 20 was that 20 long it was 19 years ago it was a yeah 19 years ago <laughs> uh i yeah i wrote a song specifically for that moment so there have been a few if there have been a few along the way um yeah i am i like the idea of having a song that's just Private. you know yeah that no one else has heard so that's gonna yeah. be special for her too i hope so because i spent quite a bit of time on that song <laughs> <laughs> well hey it worked look at you 18 years later it, it 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 did i have to admit though and we talked about that recently like the song was pretty cheesy to be perfectly honest you know <laughs> and maybe that's why no one's heard it and she said oh stop it it was sweet i'm like i could never let the you know any fan hear that because they would <laughs> be like that is just no. cheesola. but uh yeah <laughs> all right well that's a great one uh question number two comes from jt i believe his last name is pronounced sutek uh, what are things that inspire you to write the most material? Um, I think, I mean, if you're talking lyrically, um, just, I just taking the world in, you know, just take whether it's things that are happening to me or other people. I mean, look, you just have to have your antenna up all the time and, yeah. and, and, and be fearless. Cause you know, a lot of times if you're going to, be genuine and honest sometimes some of that material is is not hard to, to to wade through but then from a musical standpoint if i'm writing you know riffs and chord progressions or, or whatever on the guitar mm -hmm. a guitar will do a lot of the inspiring if a guitar you know i've recently in the i would say within the last three or four years started getting into more vintage instruments and yeah, i had yeah. a few over the years, but never really like, like the big boys. And I started, so I started developing a passion for things like uh, old blackguards and, and, uh, you know, like I found a 58, 335 and, 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 and I used to think that was all kind of like, eh, you know, that seems, I don't know about all that stuff until I started playing them and realized there are a lot of songs in those guitars. There's, there's, they're like, there's it's almost as if there are ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even yeah. know how to articulate it that will inform you. Um, so that can really be, that can really be helpful as a writer, especially if the well is dry, but I've also played, you know, $200 guitars that have given me some of my favorite songs. So you just never know. Yeah, that's great. Uh, question number three comes from a band out of Lexington, Kentucky, and the band is called city awake. And their question is, what is your advice for an unsigned band trying to move their way up? Hmm. Well, that's a good question. Um, a lot's changed since I was a, a young man trying to make his way through the, through the uh, music industry. 
Um, but you know, with social media now and with, um, your ability to get to, 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 to potential fans, Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, you don't have to go through the gatekeeper like it used to be, you know, you used to be, you got to get signed. You have to have a label to get behind you. Now, if you develop something that is, is legit and people connect to it, the algorithm is going to help. (laughs) <laughs> help get, oh, yeah. get that yeah. out there, you know? So I, look, at the end of the day, my, an A&R guy told me this once. He said, we're not in the music industry. We're in the songwriting industry. It's about the songs. So spend the time, develop that craft. And, and, and as in the, the movie Field of Dreams, if you build it, they will come. I do believe that. I believe once you, once you get to that point where you've got the material and then you just beat the pavement, be, be it online, uh, be it, you know, wherever you are, just get the word out. I know that sounds like a very <laughs> like oh, no, kind of no. cliche, but it, but it really is. Uh, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. Yeah. That's a great reply. That's a great, well, Miles, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day to sit down with us here at Alive and Loud magazine and for the podcast Alive and Loud. Uh, I can't thank you enough. I know you've, your plate's been full with promoting the new record and uh, getting everything going for, you know, getting back out on the road. Congratulations on all your success, my friend. Uh, it really is awesome to see. You deserve all of it. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. Absolutely. And thank you guys so much for listening and watching. Make sure you catch next week's episode. You don't want to miss it. Mm-hmm.